Hey, everything looks okay. My name is Andy. My name is Brian. My name's Nathan. Hey, I gotta change the episode number. Okay, bye. I'm not going anywhere. Oh. Do you want me to go somewhere? Yeah, get out. My get, get out of there. Get out of there, you youngster. Get out of there, you kid. You, you person. You thing. Get out. You young snipper whapper. Yeah. It's Labor Day in the American place that we're in. And for the listener, for our listener in Quebec, hello. Bonjour. <laughs> I'm still speaking proper Canada. Hello. Where's I, I speaking Quebecian. I I just watched it in Ted Lasso last night. There was uh, somebody who had said something, basically who meant to say it. I think in, in French, but uh, mispronounced the entire instead of mercy mercy beaucoup mercy yeah. buckets. Yeah. Oh yeah, mercy buckets. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see that episode? No. Or, it's, or, I, or, mercy <laughs> buckets is definitely is right up there with bone apple teeth, <laughs> as far as uh, uh, widely mispronounced French. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mercy buckets. Yeah. Like. Nice. That's my response to that. So, welcome to the newest episode of the Crippled System Podcast. Episode 7008, right? No, oh. we're not even remotely close to that. Even if we were recording every week since 2012, I don't think we would have reached that amount. No, it would be 5,200-ish. But we had bonus episodes. 5,200? There's a yeah. few weeks. There's 100 weeks a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's 52 weeks a year, right? Which means Times we'll be doing 10 years about, is 5,200. We'll about uh, 26 episodes a year. Not you said every week. If we were doing, did it I say every every week? week. Yeah. Were we doing every week? Yeah. And 52 times 10 is 5,200. Yeah. And we have the bonus episodes. We have we would we be at 7,000. Because you're supposed to split them into five minute chunks. Yeah. Well, then we had all. Oh, the, we, 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 were, we have the faction podcast. We we're had the movie podcast. We, we were, we were going to be the Quibi people. Uh, we had it all planned out. And then we, we, had, we had such such a a plan for Quibi. And then it, it just died. We were going to. We hung our hat on that f- format. We yep. thought that was the future. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of money invested into that, too. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Filming so that you could put your phone landscape or portrait. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that exists today, though. No. There is no, uh, nothing at all. Nathan, just because I, I have to ask you, does this bother you? When I do this. <laughs> yeah. When, no, but does, does uh, this bother you when you see a video that is in portrait and then it's got the sidebars of the actual video like zoomed up really close instead of just having the black instead of just having the black yeah i don't know when that became the form the standard i don't it doesn't bother me but i don't necessarily prefer it i just either. feel like the, it must be something in the software that just does it so yeah. people just it's just the way they do it i mean I, there's so many things in videos that i don't like mostly the people in the videos that i don't i have so little time to pay attention to the formatting of it, okay. it what does bother me is when you're watching if you put in like an old dvd or blu-ray or something or you watch like an old antenna channel and it's formatted for a square tv but you have the letterboxed edition of the movie so that you don't get the characters cut off the side mm-hmm. and so there's black Black bars on the side because the DVD is square, but then there's black bars on the top and bottom because the DVD is showing the film. So you have a, a movie inside the rectangle. 
and I know TVs have like where you can tell it to zoom, zoom to a in. depth for that shit, but it it almost never actually works right. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't actually. Yeah, it doesn't work properly. I thought you were gonna say what. What I hate is is what grinds your gears. What grinds my gears is um, when my clutch is going out and I can't really get in there. Mm-hmm. But what annoys me is when there's like a. a a landscape video and someone's like hey nate you should check out this video and they'll hold their phone and they don't turn the phone mm-hmm. so it's just landscaped in like the top inch and a half of their phone and yeah. i just want to slit their throat yeah the whole time if if for some odd reason i am sharing a video on my Do phone that. with somebody <laughs> where i'm handing you know i'm showing them on the phone i always if, make sure it's in landscape if someone wants to share a video with me they better send me a fucking link if they're <laughs> gonna show me their phone they're already i'm already in an unacceptable situation just message me the link i don't want to look at your phone i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna specify who the someone is but that someone is off times sitting or laying next to me and and so no i understand the situation but i'd be like link and she'd be i like, thought you were talking about me at first and then, then you added the someone lying next to me. Yeah, so it was sometimes. Me. Yeah, so, <laughs> you never know. snuggle. I don't. You're just out. You're done. <laughs> done. Your I, money's on the side table, bitch. And then you just head out. I don't say right bitch. To the, right, to the, right to the shower. Got cl- <laughs> I don't. I don't say bitch. It's usually some other derogatory term. <laughs> but a boop. Indeed. It's Labor Day. I said it earlier. It's Labor Day, and this weekend seemed to have gone by really fucking fast, at least for me. I don't know. I visited my mom on Saturday. I went down to the game store yesterday. I was going to... Then I played some video games. I went grocery shopping over the weekend, and uh, today I was going to do more today, but our friend Chris couldn't come, but Jeremy came over, so I still got to play some uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol today, so that was exciting. You should have brought your people who are good against physical damage. I should have. It was so fun. It was. It was. A, it was a good. It was a good smash em up battle. I still. My guy still ruled. A, well, it's funny. I, I. I was putting miles on the board that I haven't really played much, not thinking of what I was facing. So I put myself into some rougher matchups, uh, which was fine. It was still a close game. I just. I could. I had people that I didn't of my <laughs> ten miles. You know, because you you have ten miles, you pick the points. I could have put people that were more prepared for the fight in there, but. It was still a fun slobber knocker, and Jeremy had just painted up all my terrain recently and got it back to me on commission, so I was just happy. It was fun to play a game we with sh- everything painted up. We should post that onto our site. It's good stuff. Yeah. Like I, I, have a good I think you have it in the Discord. I have it in our... We have a local AMG shatter... You know, we have a local... What I'm happy about... I'm going to tangent just a little bit. I can post I can post those pictures on our crippled system, but... The thing that locally we had so many discords that every store had a discord, <laughs> which is fine. And then there was kind of like a local group that someone made that was like, I don't know, somehow that just kind of came to place. People would talk about certain games, but there's like six or seven discords. And uh, one of our locals finally made just like a Madison AMG game discord. So now everyone who plays Chatterpoint or MCP local, at least, you know, a majority of them are now on the same freaking fucking discord channel. So I can just ignore 
the other seven discords. Yeah. Like I can just mute them and I can look at them occasionally to see if I missed something. But generally, now we have the place where everyone goes to set up a game, to plan stuff. We all have one spot, which is nice. The only reason to keep those other discords active in your profile is to lead them to the other discord. Sure. Well, I mean, like... <laughs> lead new people over to... The, the people that run the discords do posts, and there's a couple people that are general. Like, And there's a lot of people who would... There's also a lot of people in those discords who played other games who would just jump in your Discord to, like, give you commentary on something. And, you know, their opinion might be okay, but, like, none of them are part of the community, so sometimes they're annoying. You're, like, you're just coming in here to, like, give us feedback that isn't helpful and you're not part of the community. So, uh, you know, we're not... I'm not trying to... I'm not... This, is, this isn't meant to be, like, the Twitter where we just want all of your random opinions. We're actually, like, a focus, you know, group. You mean X? I know. No, I'm talking about the past. Fair. No, I, I still I still type in twitter.com to get there. Sadly. I don't type in that at all because I would rather not go there. <laughs> that is a valid counterpoint. I, 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 I still post. The, the only time I go to the X Twitter, whatever the fuck it is, is to post that we're There's going a new live. One. There's a new social media. Go post in the new, the new, the new thing, the new truth? replacement. No, yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> go post in truth. No, there's the other one. I forget what it's what, called. What is it? What, what is James, the, James the meta one. one? Yeah. No. What There's, is the, what is the other one that uh, yeah, that was that was shut down that uh, all the January six people that were on? Well, I mean, so there's there's forums and stuff, but as far as Twitter style was Truth, and then whatever the new Meta one is. But uh, God, what the fuck is the name of the Meta one? It's bugging the shit out of me. But yeah, there were the forum that got shut down was Kiwi Farms. No, that no, there was there was like a social media version like of a, like a Twitter style one. Yeah, some, mm. something similar to that because that's that's where the people aggregated all the information, uh, all the videos and such that were posted on there and created like a live timeline. Yeah. So you could watch everything going down from every angle. I'm pretty sure that's true. That was truth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's truth. Was it truth? I thought it was something else. I mean, there could have been another one that got it was shortly that turned into a tree. I, I don't know. I can't keep checking. I, I know it was shut down. I know. I know, and that's yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, I mean, that's it's possible. It's yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, I have the entire week off, which is exciting. Tomorrow, I'm going to be playing some Shatterpoint Online, the TTS the Gab. Nope. So. Stormfront. No. <laughs> no. God no. I don't know. I googled. I googled. What was the Nazi social media platform that got <laughs> shut down? Sure, it wasn't exactly Nazi, but it was. Uh, it begged to differ. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll I'll break out my thesaurus and I'll replace Nazi with right wing. All right. Anyway, yeah. anyway, it's not really relevant to anything. Parlor. No. Parlor. Yeah, that's parlor. That, that was parlor is what we're talking about. Yep, that's true. It says is though. Yeah, it, it, it could still exist. Wait, wait, no. Uh, April goes offline after being sold to new owner, but the Wikipedia still says is. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who cares? It's not things we'd ever go to or care about. No. Yeah. Somebody. Well, we should probably go there to claim our username. No. I mean, <laughs> no, current no. status inactive. <laughs> yeah. I don't work at all this week. I'm going to get to play lots of uh, Shatterpoint the next couple days. Going to play online at TTS tomorrow. Going to go down to one of the game stores and play. I'm going to go down on Thursday and play either Shatterpoint or MCP. Just depends on the player base who shows up. Friday is MCP or Shatterpoint night. So, yeah, hopefully of the next uh, – every day but Wednesday. I should not, and Wednesday I'm going to be playing some Marvel Champions. The uh, Yeah, Marvel Champions, the card game. So it's 
games just all a social week. butterfly. Yeah. Well, it's my week off. I mean, I'm gonna a lot of hours and not doing much. Last week was my week off, and it was a fuckload of going to zoos with babies and or playing Diablo with wives. And it makes sense because a baby because babies can enjoy the animals and they can see and they can giddy. And then like I can't I can't go to a zoo anymore because zoos are to me the worst things that are, not the worst, but I, they're in my top things that I think are terrible. Yeah. Uh, but I get that they're great for kids. It's just it's harder as an adult to like appreciate putting these animals in cages when they should be not cages yeah. yeah yeah unfortunately it it's 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 more like protective custody in is, some is way the issue you know it's like it's like the the animal version of being in witness protection is like nobody is killing them to grind their penis into a powder yeah but not all of those things are endangered i mean you're like, right yes. the, but there are but they like in out in san diego they have the pres- i mean some of those the preserves are kind of yep. cool you can go on and stuff and things like that I, I we we are on the same page that we would love to live in a place where there were zero zoos yeah <laughs> but I mean, of the travesties, like I, I like if I had to fix some problems, I probably wouldn't address the zoo problem in my top. You know, yeah, it's probably my top twenty, but not in the top. 10. Although I would say, like my top ten things I would address would be systemic changes that sure. would lead to to the that's elimination the thing. of zoos. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I, yeah, they're exactly. a symptom. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, that's I agree. I wouldn't. That's why I would target that. It'd be like hundred percent bazinga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we use some of our conservation money to to get the the folks that actually pay to to go hunt these animals in that like those those hunting on the preserves? So happy when they, but they, but then but then take them and just put them on an island and then just hunt them. Yeah, <laughs> they're so happy when they like kill a baby giraffe and they show their picture on social media. It's like <laughs> I took this giraffe down with a gun, or or they hunt they they take them to hunt like the elderly giraffe or like the whatever whatever they like had, whatever like random animal that's just you know just <laughs> we scared just, this animal into a corner and then shot it. Yeah, I mean, big, like, I don't have a pro. like, I don't, we're in Wisconsin, we all have a lot of hunters in our life, and every hunter I know kills the animal, and then they, it's food for them, it's, you know, maybe occasionally they put a head on a wall, if it's just the one, but even that's not a but good comment. But they eat the rest of they the animal. They eat animals. the rest of it, yeah, it's, it's, it's food processed. for the family, it's food for their, you know, it's not, they don't just walk out, shoot a deer, and go, ha ha ha. I think walk away. Also, there's a fuckload of deer. Yeah, there's. A, I, yeah. I, I'd be more okay. Like you, yeah. you could kill a thousand deer and not eat a single one of them, and there'd still be infinite deer. Yeah. Like you can't do that with a white rhino. Sure. And, be, and, and they'll like bend over backwards to be like, well, the tourist trade that this brings is actually good for the people of the area, which allows them to not have to hunt the rhinos themselves. It's like, it's what? Yeah. Here's, yeah. Yeah. Maybe go take a picture of the rhino and give them your tourist money without feeling like you need to murder something to have Fuck. a big dick. In Photoshop what? exists. Also, Jimmy John sandwiches, not that good. Eat anywhere else. Fuck that guy. I was with Emilio since the Jimmy John. I, think, yeah. uh, he... I always preferred Emilio's anyway, even before I knew Jimmy John was an elephant murdering piece of shit. I think I think he actually bought Subway. I, I think that's that's actually occurred. I can't believe that. I think so. I thought I saw something. That'd be like hearing that Chick Fil A bought KFC. I'd be. Oh I, my god. Well, I'm. I'm, I'm yeah, I, I guess it's. I don't. I'm it's okay possible. With, yeah. But uh, I just don't get like when these guys are like, "Look, I killed this docile animal," and like, then they're they they think it's cool. Like I don't. Like, I understand you want to murder something. Like I understand that. I understand that completely. The <laughs> urge to want to murder something. I'm with you there. But murder something that deserves it. Yeah, but it's like, it, like, 
because you've seen them. They do like they kill a giraffe and they're like, aha, I killed this giraffe. It was just standing there eating like a leaf. There's like, a there's a great Farside comic, uh, one of the rare multi-panel Farside comics of exactly that, where it's a bear just like drinking from a lake, looking yeah. all peaceful, and the guy shoots it and then poses it all menacingly, standing up in the corner of his lounge, and it's like, yeah, yeah. There are people who like hunt bear with bow and arrow, and I'm like, well, I still think it's unnecessary, but at least you're hunting an animal that technically could kill you, yeah, and you're probably still gonna. I don't know. You eat. There's plenty of people with guns that get killed by bears. You could, but you probably you probably don't eat a bear. No, you eat bear. But you eat bear, bear meat. I mean, carnivore animals you don't eat as much. Correct. You could. I mean, you can eat anything. Yeah, but yeah. But, but I don't I think, know. I, no, bears. Bears are are uh, hunted for food. By other bears. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I mean, that you can go down to the Piggly Wiggly and get. Bear. You can't buy deer in, in I know, stores. I know. But even that, nuts. like at the state fair when they have like the 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 jerky made from exotic animals, yeah. it's always like the 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 only carnivores you get are going to be like alligator and stuff. Yeah, I miss bison sausage and I miss deer sausage. I haven't had deer sausage in so many years. Oh, venison sticks. Yeah. Bison, bison, yeah, and deer are docile, but again, they're herd animals. There's a gazillion of them, and and no one, yeah, it's it's just like I don't get the big trophy hunting, generally speaking. And then when they're allowed to shoot a lion, it's always well, this lion is 78 years old, and he's got a crutch. He's just walking out (laughs) out there. He's just, he's just, he's in retirement, retirement home, just watching like Golden Girls, and then they come in and murder him. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then they're like, I did it. They're just generally proud of themselves for killing an animal that was just not moving. <laughs> I just I don't understand that they killed a lion. That's yeah. that's the the beginning and end. And it, it's it's to just to be able to mentally take out all the reality of that situation is just not a. I just can't. I don't and also it. the leap of logic because a to be that fragile of your own masculinity that you need to murder a predator. To feel like a big man. Yeah. That's sad. You know? Like mm-hmm. there's a whole there's a whole toxic masculinity line of things, but like Mr. Rogers was way better of a man than any of those people, right? Because yeah. because masculinity doesn't have to be murdering a lion. It can be hugging a child who's crying. Like And he was a, yeah, and he was a pretty serious person when it yeah. came to things anyway. I mean, yeah, even if absolutely. they want even by their But he didn't need to be performative correct. about that shit. Exactly. Right? That was all things he kept yeah. And if and if you do need it, then fucking earn it. Like like go go kill a lion with a knife. Yeah. Fight it one on one and then you can feel like a big man. <laughs> you you fought a lion. You didn't shoot it from a quarter mile away after it already been wounded and tired out by a bunch of Sherpas that you hired. Yeah, that's also the stupid thing. It's like bullfighting. I, I, you know, like... If you're going to go but, climb a fucking mountain, go climb a fucking mountain. You don't need to be escorted up the mountain. I'm telling you, we, if you want to fight a bull, we get, we get some cocaine. We give the bull, the bull a bunch of cocaine. We put you in a room with a bull. The room is like 10 by 10. Whoever comes out wins. Do the arena. That's fine. Do do the whole fucking thing, but take out the picadors. Yeah. You know, skip that whole phase that people don't what's, even realize what's, exists. What's picador? The what people who stab it to the oh. verge of death before the guy even sets foot into the arena. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, that's, that's where all the bowl. fucking... Yeah, the guys with the spears who, yeah, who wear yeah. it down and stab it. So have a healthy yeah. bull versus a healthy dude. And if you can go ahead and kill that bull, and I'll be like, holy shit, you're a badass. 
Because that's when you when you hear about it at first, like oh bullfighters, they fight bulls. That sounds cool. You know, then you realize, oh wait, it's, they it's, mercy kill bulls that yeah. are on the verge of death from being stabbed a hundred times. Yeah. And every so often, if a bull actually gets someone, they get mad at the bull. I'm like, <laughs> for fuck's sake, the bull actually fucking said fuck you all. He got the person. Now you're gonna what, punish it? Like what the fuck? You give that fucking bull a goddamn house. <laughs> Speaking of bullfighting, I was surprised. So that John Cena did the Ferdinand the Bull movie mm-hmm. a decade or so ago that nobody saw because it wasn't Disney and nobody sees animated films that aren't Disney. And so, like, we were watching it in the string of maybe we can watch something that isn't Moana for 700 times in a row because that's all your life is when there's a two-year-old in your house. So there's mm. one movie that's played on repeat forever. Or a 46-year-old. Yeah, I mean, Moana's fucking good. Of all the movies to pick, I'm glad it's Moana, and her secondary one is Coco. And I can watch those both near infinitely, but we wanted a break, and so we put some other stuff on there. And the Ferdinand the Bull one, and they talk about going, they're going to go up and be, you know, they're going to fight in the bullfighting ring. I'm like, oh my god, they're whitewashing the shit out of this. It's going to be like a boxing match. No, the whole plot of the movie is that bulls are murdered by the thousands by humans. And I'm like, holy shit, I did not expect this movie to have the balls to be about just animal murder. I've heard it's uh, pretty decent. It was surprisingly okay. You should uh you should get uh, the little one into Lilo and Stitch. Well, we'll just wait till the live action one comes out. Mm-hmm. Shrek's not Disney. Uh, people like that. That's people true. like uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, I know. I hope it's Danny DeVito in a in a blue costume. <laughs> how to Train Your Dragon? No, it's Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> just if, if just it, has like bunny Sti- ears and blue face yeah. makeup like Arrested Stitch, Development. If Stitch was Danny DeVito, I actually yeah. that would be amazing. That would be getting like in the rain with the frog. It's the anyway I started blasting moment yeah. right there. That movie would make all the money. <laughs> It would just that would just say oh, no one has money anymore. It went to that movie. Yeah, it's like the age old take any movie, make it a Muppet film, and keep one human actor. It's he's, like that. He's yeah. got to have the eyes of Stitch, but they're they're always in different directions with with his face just right there. So he's just like wearing a bodysuit. Like uh, what's the Wilford? Was that the Wilford? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah with the dog costume, where it's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm a dog. Yeah, like that. That's but exactly what, exactly that is exactly my envisioning of him. I would watch that movie a lot. <laughs> Just take the whole Always Sunny crew in yeah. there. You know, Dennis can be Captain Gantu. <laughs> Mac and Mac and Charlie are definitely uh, uh, um, the 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 Doctor Plinkley and uh, Jumba. Got Mac and Mac and uh, guys, Charlie there. Have you watched yeah. the last season of the most recent Always Sunny yet? Uh no, we not. did make through it all. Yes. I love when Dennis takes a, like a mental health day. That episode is phenomenal. It might be what it's if it, it's it might be a t- it's definitely for me a top five always sunny episode when when Dennis takes a mental health day. It's just a complete insane insane ride. It's it's the best. Well, Dennis and mental health do not oftentimes go together. Yeah, no. and, and when he takes that, yeah, it's it's so good. He, and, he, and it's almost it's almost like an episode of Larry David because he just runs in the situation and he's kind of the straight man a little bit, but in the Larry David kind of way. Sure. He just it just takes, but then eventually he's more Dennis. But I mean, it's just running into situations that would annoy anyone. So it felt like a Seinfeld episode slash Always Sunny episode, and it was just with the Always Sunny level of chaos. I enjoyed Sinned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love that, you know, they're they're terrible people, but not for the terrible reasons, you know? Dennis is a complete sociopath, but he'll teach a guy how to hook up with guys. He's he's not homophobic. Yeah. He's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, he has no problem with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And I love that they made a point of that. They're like, we don't hate you because you're gay. We hate you because we don't like you. Like, <laughs> and that's the perfect way to take that. Yeah. 
Indeed. We've been watching a lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling, a lot of WWE, and a lot of AEW and PCP. Wait, that last one was just something I was doing on the side. Yeah, yeah. Well, un- while watching the wrestling, watching. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many colors. Uh, yeah. yeah nothing gonna, Nothing interesting happened in AEW at all recently. We're going to watch either. that pay-per-view uh, after this. Are we? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're all in. I mean, there was another pay-per-view yesterday, so we'll be a week behind, but, you know. Oh, you have all in? Yeah. Okay. So, so, but... But I, I, you, I didn't I watch any all. AEW last week. Because is it a web page app login? What is, what's he look? Because he has. A, he's, I don't listen. We'll fi- we'll I, got, I got. I got login. We'll info. throw it on my TV. We'll get it to go. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, so because I, I I was you know vacationing with the family last week, so I didn't watch any of the wrestling last week. So I'm I'm behind to the pay per view from last Sunday. So I need to watch it and then watch all of last week's episodes to get caught up and then I'll be right to where I need to be for one of their main people to get fired and them having to redo all of the plot lines. <laughs> the best part is also you you're you're behind on payback as well. Cuz payback happened on Saturday. Yeah, 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 I know, yeah. I know, There's yeah. so much We've there was yeah. being a week behind on wrestling is like being a thousand <laughs> years behind on any no more television. I will show. say the payback pay per view was decent overall. There was some good matches. Even people I didn't like that much had good matches, but there was two standout matches that it just, just were just like magnificent. Yes, uh, and the rest was fine. Uh so you mentioned you know you basically were doing stuff with your family all week, and it's always interesting when you're online and you're like, I haven't seen Nathan in four days. Is he no longer our friend? because it's like internet time is just so stupid it's just he's gone for a couple days doing stuff with the family but when you're online and doing gaming with each other every night for like ever and someone's gone for four days and you're like well i guess he's not here dead yeah Yeah. Yeah. life nathan died doesn't doesn't care about us anymore yeah Yeah, either either he's dead in a ditch someplace or or he just doesn't like us anymore yeah perspective or both or both my dying breath was to disown you as friends (laughs) yeah Internet internet time is so fucking weird. It doesn't make any sense. Because at one point, I'm like, when have I seen Nathan? Oh, yeah, four days ago or whatever. <laughs> Not that long ago, people. Yeah, yeah. No, it just it feels like forever. It does. It's so dumb. That's okay, because I hopped on after like 10 days, and you guys were playing Fallout 76. Nothing changed. Actually, playing, you were on TCM at the I've been moment. playing a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, waiting for people to join me, but that's okay. I've been having fun with it. Having fun playing the family, killing the people. I was I was gonna I was gonna start this weekend, and then yeah. I got sidetracked. It would be best for people to play a game or two by themselves because it, it current way it does matchmaking is on your player level. So if we group together, it will average our things. In my first like few games, everyone was like level zero or one or two, and it is just the funnest thing because everyone is just like, "What do I do?" Idiot. And yeah. it's running in the it's just it's just everyone is so bad, and then the chat's like, "Oh, that was fun." You know, and then now it's like, then now they just like, you know, now it's like when the game ends, like, oh, you're terrible, you piece of shit. And then like, you know, drop some vulgar languages. And I'm like, oh, it's adorable. And I say oh, the same so- thing after every game. I'm like, thank you very much for the game. It was a lot of fun. And every so often it derails somebody. <laughs> I just say thank them. I mean, I don't, they don't, all. it's, it's not every game, but if whatever... When, it's gaming on the internet. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a preponderance of the game. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, cause it's when you're in the game, you can voice like before the game. It's open voice. Like the lobby, the beginning of the game is voice chat between the victims and the family. You play the game, and the voice chat is only for your team. So if you're talking, only your teammates can hear you. 
And then when the game is over, it's again open chat for everybody. So, you know, one side will typically win and they have to be like, I won the game and blah, blah, blah. You suck. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and have a great day. Even if we win and they get mad, oh, you just won because I'm like, thank you. Have a good day. I just, I am only ever friendly. I love this new approach I've taken in games because I think it bothers people more. Also, like, uh, and I just need, yeah, no, when sorry. you win telling your opponent that they suck, that's the normal thing, right? And 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 also, like, preemptively, like, before a match, like, you know, you'd have, like, the trash talk of, like, boxers before the yeah. match for months on the line. They talk about, you know, what a weak piece of shit they are. Think about, like, Steiner math. Talk about how your opponent is a piece of shit garbage who doesn't have a chance. Something I found out recently, which may or may not be true, as most things you randomly find out are. There's a 90% chance it's false, but... It's still interesting, and even if it's false, it should become true now, was that back in the day, like before duels, people would talk about how amazing their opponent was, how they were a baller piece of shit, crushes everybody, just behemoth, giant, all the skill in the world. They're arguably the greatest that's ever existed and the greatest that ever will exist. And you spent all the time before your duel talking up your opponent and just saying, that guy's the fucking best ever. The reverse of you do now. Because either you lost, in which case you lost to the best ever. There's no shame in that. Or you won, in which case you beat the best ever and you're the fucking best ever now. Talking down your opponent just makes you look like shit because you beat someone who was garbage. So when you win, you should be like, dude, you were fucking amazing. I can't believe I won. Yeah. And then it's win-win. They feel great because you said they're amazing. You look like a baller because you beat someone who you said is amazing. It's win-fucking-win. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you guys got out so fast. Good job. Yeah. And they're like, fuck you. Yeah, because they don't know what to do with that. (laughs) But if everybody did that, it was like, cool, awesome. Yeah, thanks. You did great, too. Like, the one out of a thousand games where that shit happens afterwards, it's like magic. Yeah, it's good stuff. But yeah, like, maybe it never was true. Maybe that's horseshit, but it should be true now because there's no downside to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Texas has been out for three weeks now, and it's still got good numbers. Some of those games get good numbers for like a week. Every every new game like that gets good numbers for at least a week because it's new. People are in it. And then there's always, like, Ott still plays it on the weekends with his friends. He has a crew he plays with, and normally he would do it, you know, like with with uh, Evil Dead. He'd play that for like one weekend. Yeah, and then you know, and and then there's a lot of other streamers who are playing it. So it's interesting to see the streamers kind of sticking to it. I think because it has the team versus team instead of one versus many, it's kind of pulling people in a bit longer because it's just that dynamic is a bit different. Yeah, having a lot more collaboration then yeah. too. Because I mean, you 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 can still work together as a yeah. team. It's and, not just so yeah. well. and i don't know if it'll last i mean honestly their first couple patches and how they how they push the game will, will show the player base if it's something they can invest themselves in or if it's just a fad for a month or two but i think it's even seeing that will show other games well maybe we need to do the multiplayer thing and maybe it'll give behavior an odd idea to say hey maybe the same thing we've d- done for seven years or 18 years or whatever that we maybe we change up the same thing finally yeah, which would be neat for that game too. So who knows? Who knows? Competition is always good for for yeah. companies in general. I mean, you look at we were talking about wrestling before. Is WWE was basically just swallow, you know, just just gliding away until WCW came and just lit a fire underneath their pants. Yeah, I mean, it, and they, then eventually yeah. WWE suddenly went gotten really good at that point yeah i mean w they lost wcw was the number one wrestling watch wrestling show for a while they, they took that from 
WWE, and it took WWE a long time to regain it, and they did a good job re- regaining it. And then, yeah, yeah, you need you need competition in that kind of an environment. It just it's better for everybody. Everybody, everybody. Well, I was thinking of Gary Oldman, yeah, the professional. I, you could never not He'd think never that. See when you say everybody, oh. <laughs> every single time. Everybody. I oh, was sorry. I was thinking of a uh, Homestar Runner. Yeah. <laughs> song, a diva diva. Yeah. Also inspired by the professional. Yeah, it's actually oh. true. Homestar is actually voiced by Jean Reno. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame that's not true though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. What if it was? <laughs> Well, it's kind of like how like George Clooney voiced that dog in the first season of South Park, <laughs> oh. where, where Stan had a gay dog, <laughs> and George Clooney just voiced, and he didn't talk, he just barked a couple times, and George Clooney's like, I'll fucking bark, and brought him in. <laughs> well, George Clooney still does dumb stuff yeah. every so often. George Clooney's awesome. He does a thing with Colbert, where Colbert like, can do press a button, he always gets, he always gets a hold of uh, him, there's always some like, it's always like for 10 seconds, too, it's just a stupid thing yeah. that they do like once every two years. The all the late night pod late night hosts are doing a podcast called Strike Force Five, so it's it's I, I mean, obviously with the with the strike we don't have the the, the late night hosts stopped doing the show when the writer strike happened, but now there's an actor strike and a writer strike, so, so like, there's nothing to talk nothing, about even if they were yeah. doing their show. Uh, and I do I do like late I watch a lot of late night stuff. I, I do like I watch a lot of Col- I mean not all of them, but I Colbert I always like watched a lot of, and I would watch a little bit of Kimmel, and I I actually liked uh, Steph. A lot. I thought he was good. So, but it's all it's them with John Oliver mm-hmm. and Jimmy Fallon, uh, and it's funny because the five. First of all, you have five like people with that kind of personality trying to host together, and the whole like, whole gimmick is every money they raise is to pay for their staffs and the people they're donating money. It's it's all it's all to help to fund the people to stay because they obviously everyone wants this. They don't want to have to give into the studio. They want to go as long as they can. So the gimmick of it is they, they just tell stories and like their first next episode is going to be all about their first few episodes and how that went. And it's all just goofy antidotes, but er, er, antidotes, antidotes. You're uh, directly supporting one of your mortal enemies. Hmm? If you're supporting that, you're supporting one of your mortal enemies. Strike Force Five. I don't know. Yeah, because that money money is going to going to their crew. Yeah, who's who's uh, on the shows, and one of those is a is a camera director. Oh sure, you know what? <laughs> That's fine. What is he? I mean, who knows what he? He's never a. Com- he's just like a no name behind the scenes guy. That's that's all he he's is. Look, when you when you when you get a <laughs> when you have a crew position in Hollywood, it's easier to get into that level because everyone needs someone to like point a camera or pick up a, a stick or something. And, and some of those people work hard and deserve the credit, but you know, some of them are lame. But <laughs> I assume you have like a junior high school bully who is a camera operator no, on a Jimmy Kimmel no, show no, or something. It was just 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 you, he, it is someone from high school, but it was just a, a just a useless human being in high school that just <laughs> happens to be out there working. He does camera stuff. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> We've but, talked about him on the podcast before. I think. I think. Fast. For I, them, I don't think he. Yeah, and it's funny because he's never directly done anything to me. 
It's just people around me didn't like him, so I was like, well, I can, I can just, you know, I was, <laughs> I'm on board with that. Yeah, I was like, I just, I just joined along. If anything, if anything, what in high school? What? If that anything, kind of if anything, I was probably his bully in some ways for yeah. for no valid reason. Although I had plenty of problems with bullies, but for some reason he just, you know, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I think the but it's fun because a lot of times you'll get chemistry, and then sometimes Jimmy Fallon will tell a story and he'll derail it. <laughs> just, just like, oh, he'll fat. fail in it basically. He'll fail in it. He just he. It's just. But he thinks it's hilarious. He does. It is just like. God, I hate Fallon. <laughs> yeah, he's. But oh, yeah. I just. I, I thought that was an interesting podcast, and I mentioned. I, there was a reason I mentioned it, but I don't know why I brought it up now. We were talking about something, and I was going to segue off of that into the point. Yeah, it went from uh, 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 George Clooney to to. Oh, I mentioned John Oliver, which John. made me think about Strike Force Five. But there yeah. was still, I was still leading somewhere, but that wherever I was going is irrelevant. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Anyway, money cool. goes to the people to yeah. not be homeless because anyway. studios are shitheads. I really hope they hold out. We need more, and like because of them, isn't it like the people who did the art for Disney? They're trying to form a union. We need more union. Like, we're at a point now where I guess we need more unions again. Everybody should be in a union. If you're yeah. against unions, you are either a billionaire or an idiot. Yeah. Uh, because there's no disadvantage to unions for anyone who isn't a billionaire. I think for a while in some markets, some unions weren't as good as they could have been. So I think sure. some people do like, well, my union, like I, yeah. So I think there was a little bit of that, but now they're showing like, if you can just be a union and not be a you know, piece of shit union, there's a thousand reasons why you should exist. If we, if we can actually have businesses that I, I'm okay with the CEO. CEO of a, of a company actually making a little bit more money than the actual workers. I mean, when by a little bit more, not grossly yeah. 200,000 times well, more. There's, there's all those charts yeah. of what a CEO made in the 70s versus today. In the 70s, they still made quite a few times more than a person. Yeah, they were still correct. wealthy. They still had a lot. The execs still made a lot. They're making decisions that can kind of keep that company going in a float, and they make important decisions, and they deserve some money, sure, I guess. But like the difference is not anywhere near where it is today. It's, it is quite it's, simply a fact that billionaires should not exist. Yeah, They should not exist. Yeah. Indeed. Ha ha ha. Games. Good times. Let's talk about games again. Yeah, I mean, always talk about games. Like, yeah. like Do we? capitalism. <laughs> yeah, it's a game. Yeah, Play Monopoly. We're Everything's... all losing it. I'm going to raise rent over on this place over here. <laughs> uh, remember when that game was designed as a cautionary tale? <laughs> like, it actually was specifically supposed yeah. to teach you that this is horrific and capitalism's bad? That message has been lost to the ages. Yeah, it was lost immediately. Oh, this is fun. I need all the money. I need everything. Yeah. It, it, it hurts me to hear when hear people say they're like, yeah, my favorite game is Monopoly. I imagine it's also depressing. I, I, yeah. Well, like, to be fair, those people probably have played like five games and correct. they're all, it's all, it's like yeah. they, they're picking between Sorry, Monopoly and Candyland. Like they're not exactly picking games from, uh, from other things. Um, game uh, of those three, I think Monopoly is the deepest strategically if you play by the written rules if you play with no free parking if you play with auctioning off any property that isn't immediately purchased by the person who lands there like all those actual core rules make the game faster and more interesting than it looks on first glance it's still a shit game but it's a d plus game not an f game sure. compare like there's no gameplay to candy lander sorry yeah i've thought about just because i live in the middle of fucking nowhere um trying to make like a board game 
group at my local library to see if I can actually just scrounge up because I'm old and broken and it's not like you can't make friends when you're old you know so you go to the library well yeah because it's not like school where you make friends and now that it's work from home it's not like I can hang out with people at work afterwards or anything because I, I they no 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 with the working at the places well you go somewhere and they start to talk you're like shut up yeah like there's that too but I'm <laughs> desperate I own so many board games and I just want them to be played that's why internet friends are so uh, good, is then you could just mute them. Yeah. I'm playing, I play Marvel Champions every week with people I online. Fuck. I don't play it in person. I do TTS. Yeah, but I spent money on physical games. I mean, that's your mistake. I know it is, but I'm trying to do something. But the point I, is. I joined a Marvel United, uh, the, a Marvel United uh, TTS league. I play Marvel. I don't need to play it in person. <laughs> the biggest thing, though, is that I know if I'm going to do that, I need to do my research for exactly those situations because I don't want to be the gatekeeper. I don't want to say here's a board game night and like people actually show up and they like they're excited to play Monopoly and I'm like go the fuck home. I don't want you here. Like I don't want to be that guy. You so, have to start a post and say here is some. So you'd have to like, yeah, yeah. Well, and you have to be like it's like the if you like this, try this instead, right? If you enjoy Monopoly, it means that you like roll move financial decisions right so maybe you'll like uh, uh uh vegas showdown or you know like there's there's something better that that you can try to graduate them and and guide them by the hand into the world of non-shitty games i mean you go to like a i'm bored and you you, you grab the family games you grab maybe the com- most complicated thing is like a ticket to ride yeah you know yeah that kind of stuff and that's you know because a lot of those, I mean, to be fair, if you go into a Target now where these people shop, they they have Ticket to Ride, and there are those Lord kind of water Spirit yeah, Island. Yeah. There's a Spirit Island exclusive at Target. Yeah. God. So they do, they are getting, I mean, they. so I would say, I think in our world, if you yeah. like when we grew up, obviously that was not right. true. But now I think the entry level of board games is deeper than what we are familiar with in our in our past. Right. So I would need, I, my, I, I want to make sure I balance my standards, like, I will not play Monopoly with you, but you are still welcome here. <laughs> and, and here's what we can do and meet in the middle until yeah. you, you you know, it's like if I made a wine club and they showed up and they're just like, I want to bring drink Boone Strawberry Hills. And it's like, um, here's a more glow. <laughs> yeah, but all wine tastes the same, so that doesn't really matter. So it's all, it's all just like, you know. How fancy you want to pretend. One of the one of the board game nights I, w- I went to uh, recently had some folks, uh, two people, off in a corner. They pulled out Spirit Island, started rummaging through the items on it, and then uh, I looked back, and about twenty minutes later, they're putting Spirit Island back into the box. I think it was a little bit too much for them at the time. Yeah, and that, that's an interesting game because. There's then there's several games like the Spirit Island and I think Twilight Inscription falls into this as well. Once you're playing it, you're like, oh, this isn't that complicated. But there's no way to explain it that isn't the most complicated shit in human history. Yeah, you can't explain. Twilight Inscription would scare the world away. You would correct break people, and that's not even hardcore. That- like people have played Euro games for decades. Like that game takes an hour to explain. Uh, it's fucking so, and I, I cannot think of an easier way to explain how to play that game. It's just that hard to teach. But once you're playing, you're like, this isn't complicated at all. But mm-hmm. when we would bring games like between Terra Mystica, Terraforming Mars, and there was a third game that would be very popular where I would take it places, it was amazing how the first year it would take me so long. I got so many games that were hard to explain at first down to like 10 minute or less explanations. I, I feel like 
it's a skill that if you if I teach it, I, I really can just cut shit out and it's like here's a core and then go and you know. just play with people like Nigel who tell you to break it to zero. <laughs> when he said, "I will never not wait." What I will never we're not gonna... forget the day we were during, it was during the pandemic. Me. We were we were gonna try. We tried to play some. We were like, you know what? Let's try. Let's let's shake it up and play some board games on TTS. And we, we decided to play Kalis. It was you, me, Nigel, and Chris. And Nigel's like, I learn as I play. Don't te- tell me anything about yeah. it. I started to teach. I'm like, here. So what you do is these are your commodities, and we're gonna just go. Ah, yeah, I'll just figure it out. And I appreciate the not needing to know much, but even I still think you need like a two to five minute. You need a. You need. The only way that works, what he wanted, is you start a game, you play one to two turns, and then you discard everything and start over. There's no way to play a game because that game. Plus, it's not a game. It's it's not a thirty minute game. It's it's going to be ninety minutes or two hours. So, and because he's going that way, he's you know he's going to do terrible. I know. I think in his mind, he was like, "I'll just lose badly the first, and we'll play it a lot." But it made such a weird scenario, and uh, none of us are prepared for that response like you i just heard you literally your brain just lock up it just crashed it just just stopped working you can't have a worker placement game where one of the people literally doesn't know how to play it like like interactivity between players kind of relies oh my god yeah some worker placement games are similar kalis is even different than the standard worker placement game so it was just the fact that it was it was yeah, because worker placement. Like okay, I, I put a thing down, I get some stuff. Well, that's not even at all. Okay. Yeah, it's just a whole different layer of things that cascade, and uh, you just so yeah, it was fun. It was it was it was interesting. It didn't but work. It's okay well. because then it, at the beginning of the game was Nigel breaking me, and the end of the game was Chris breaking you. Yeah, and so, so that was just a game of of, of two halves yeah. of people being broken. I've been emotionally broken multiple times playing Kalos, and sometimes I win those games when I'm being broken. I just I'm just oh I'm, things are happening that just break me. Yeah, I have. I, it's all like a blur. It's it's like it's like a, when someone gets in an accident, they can't remember mm-hmm. it. I feel like that's half my Kalos games. Like I don't know what happened. I won, but I, I feel like I blacked out for six hours there. Jeremy Shea telling you the stupidest possible move on the last turn of Kalos and it turning out to actually be correct yeah. enraged you so much. Yeah. At least, I, I don't feel, I mean, it did. I, I lost my fucking mind. But at least that was after us playing, because we, we were at Gen Con yeah. and we had played 10 hours of board games for like four straight days. So and we we drove home, you come over, and we play like another five hours of board games That's on the last day. We did that like a couple of years. We'd come back from Gen Con Habits. exhausted and just play more games. Uh, and it was like the last game after a weekend at Gen Con. Jeremy gives me the stupidest advice in the world. I lose my fucking mind and I win because of it. It was just the worst. I I uh, I guess I I don't understand sometimes when you guys would travel. You would travel eight hours to go to like Origins. Yep. You guys would just play with just the people that you drove down with, plus maybe two people. Yeah. Um, and then you play all day. You wouldn't. It would, and then. It, it would be basically the same as if you stayed home and played well, at the home. I, the idea, well, at, at Gen Con, it was a bit different because at Gen Con, what we would do is we go to Gen Con, we would do the hall for, you know, six hours. Then we would camp up at a hotel and we'd be at the hotel for eight to 10 hours. It would be the three of us. We would send texts out to like 20 people. And then every few games, it would be, it would be the three of us. And sometimes we'd actually have like a bunch of, we have two games we'd split up, but it'd be always the three of us, me, the Shays. And then you were there a couple, a couple of Gen Cons. Uh, and we'd play, but then it was just, 
nonstop gaming forever. And it was us, but you know, it, it maybe it's those two people for a couple hours, but then it's those two people for a couple hours. So we, we, we were phasing in people. It was still a nice way to communicate. And then when we go to origins, we do stay mostly at the, at the hooks house, but we just, me and Chris love gaming with the hooks. So sure. we could just game there and we would, although me and Chris last time were like, we want, we wish we would have spent more time at the, con, at the con and we might go to origins next because the hooks kids are getting older. We can't stay there as much. And we really feel bad about not going to Origins this last time. So we're probably going to go to Origins next year, stay downtown at the hotel. We'll game with them, but we'll more we'll more post up and play with other people a bit more. Yeah, but, that, that was the thing I definitely noticed that one year in Origins. Every time I came by, it was it was just you, the Shays, and Chris all playing games. I'm yeah. like, why'd you, why'd you guys come down here? It's, yeah. It's, well, we uh, oftentimes in the morning we would do that before the event. We would just like we would before the event would start. We, we would play a game before things launch. But yeah, well, sometimes sometimes yeah. And well, in Chris, is, it's kind of crazy because Chris doesn't always come up as much to play games too. So like playing games with Chris, like he'll have like a, Chris will be be able to be social for a while. But there's there's stretches where maybe you know his wife is in a show or his kids mm-hmm. got stuff going on, so he, he can't get out as much for a while. So things like that. So, but yeah, it does sometimes get to that, but we definitely try to add in people like, or like Adepticon's a big thing. You, me and Dan were there for most of it, but we yeah. definitely had always a random amount of other assortment people coming in. We just kind of yeah. post up at a spot. And that's how you catch the COVIDs. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's, yeah. Cool. that's fine. It's like sharing needles. Like we needed our addiction. We needed people involved in our addiction and the disease is just a side effect of that. Yeah. You were talking about learning games too. My favorite way of learning games is to bring new people into the game and explain to them as we're playing. And then when you're about to unleash like something that's going to be really advantageous for you, is you then you explain the rule of why you're going to get steamrolled because of this. Oh, sure. That's my favorite way to, to learn a I've game. I've sat down to play a game and have the person hand me the rule book. <laughs> just like, bitch. I've earned too much of a reputation. We sit down to play. They go, here you go. I'm like, fuck me. And then, or I've had to take over. Uh, I've had to take over teaching a game from someone before because they were just too drunk to teach the game. <laughs> just like you can't, you can't. You're using, or they're just using. I'm like, give me the, give me the rule book. <laughs> it's, but yeah. And there was a Warbishing weekend where we played Seven Wonders for like 12 hours. And it was just, it was always like a seven to eight person thing where people just come and go. And like I was in for most of it, but I left for a couple hours, came back, got a seat back. And you're we just like, I think it was Beanish was there. You were there for a lot of that. It was like just 12 hours of Seven Wonders, which was just the craziest fucking thing. One of these times I'll stop working at the con. So I actually yeah. participate well, yeah. in games. Most of the time I would be so tired by the end of my shift that I would just not want to do anything. Yeah. And then, well, to me, cons are meant to be the relaxation, mental recharge. I kind of come out of cons as excited to do games for a while. The whole idea is that I just get kind of revved up. Yeah. yeah. And that's where you're, the friends have you that I actually can tolerate come and show up yeah. versus like, your other, other friends. <laughs> oh. That's okay. Oh, so that was just like one time. <laughs> it was. What did you say? It really, it, it really was just one time. That is, that is true. But it was a tell of a time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes people uh, say things that are very interesting, <laughs> and you're not allowed to murder them. <laughs> so, uh, I don't understand why. To be clear, Brian, technically you're never allowed to murder <laughs> someone. Oh, yeah, that's what I in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta make a text here. <laughs> Un- unrelated. Uh, oh my lord. Indeed, it's happy. Yeah. 
There's definitely none of those. You don't have the timer up. I can't peek over and see how long we've been going because the way you have the screens. Oh, it's way over there. No, why can't you think I can read that shit? I Look, mean, over there behind you with the with the jumpy jumpies. They're usually, usually I can read the timer above it where it has the timestamps. Yeah. Yeah, it's been s- two and a half hours. It's like 45 minutes. <laughs> what day is it? I don't it? even want to know. 51 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah that's, the 45 that's, is pretty close. Yeah, no, that's good. That's a good, I mean, we don't have to, I mean, I, I like being around an hour is good. Uh, talk, I definitely play so many less board games now because I'm doing so much for a minute. I never mentioned that before. I, I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing, but it's just, a, it's so hard because I can't, we can't have all the fun. You can only have so much fun because yeah, the whole work thing gets in the way and other stuff gets in the way. Yeah. And I, any, any moment I'm not board gaming, I wish I was board gaming and I just, where I, my situation does not allow for that. Um, I'm so desperate that I'm going to make a fucking board game club at a library in buttfuck middle of nowhere Wisconsin Mm -hmm. like you think how terrible that's going to go it's going to be a whole bunch of Trump voters showing up to play Yahtzee that's going to be my life if I do this or you're just going to play bridge (laughs) I'd play bridge 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 is actually fun fun. (laughs) I I went uh, like 20 fucking years ago I was had me and a a guy another guy like the the two of us combined were younger than anyone else uh, at a bridge tournament that we went to it was it was almost magical just a whole bunch of octogenarians confused by 220 somethings uh, playing bridge I hate bridge so much. I don't know how to play it, but whenever I see people, old people playing bridge, I'm just like, that just looks terrible. But I have no concept of the game. I just feel like, because when I was young, it was old people did, and I didn't like that. Yeah. So like, I have this built-in hatred for the thing that the old people did because I, that's what old Eventually, people Eventually, you're gonna find out. You're, you're gonna play it one time. You're gonna be like, this is the best, and then, yeah. and then, then you've graduated, I mean, and then you get all, your ARP yeah. card in the mail, and then all bridge is is a trick-taking game where you and your partner talk like cold era, cold war era spies. Yeah, because that's the whole premise of the game is communicating in code what your hand is, so that you know whether you wanted to play the game. And someone yesterday, and someone was trying to describe this as a trick trick taking game to me, and I just wanted to be like, I don't know what trick taking means. I feel like I'm supposed to know what that means, and I feel like I play games that are trick taking, but yeah, I don't you definitely I, play. Games I don't understand the terminology. Every player plays one card. Yep. Whoever played the card that's the biggest wins. And you do that like until you're all out of cards, and whoever won the most times wins the hand. That's the trick. Each 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 time each player plays a card, that's a trick. And so you would win that trick if he played a two, you played a seven, I played a five. Seven's bigger than two or five. You get that trick. That's the most underwhelming thing I've ever. That's realized. all trick-taking games are. I'm and I'm the, so, I'm the, so disappointed. Uh, the whole difference is is changing that math. You know, mm. like like for example, in spades. It's whoever plays the highest spade wins. Otherwise, if nobody played a spade, whoever played the highest of the suit that started the whole fucking thing wins. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, or Trump, it's the same rule, except instead of always being spades, somebody gets to pick and say, well, this time it's diamonds will always win. Mm -hmm. Like every trick-taking game just has their own little gimmick, but they're all just big card win hand, most total win-win. Yeah, that's the the, the Gorus Maximus uh, arena game that i've got yeah is it's, it's, i guarantee it's, there's a thousand euro games we yeah. played that are trick-taking games i don't play euro games what marvel united's a euro game is it 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 does not have dice there so it is the only randomness in there right. is and, and is euro the, games the are avoid randomness ameritrash is dice the it's fact a, that it eliminated it's it a re- puzzle game puzzle games are kind of euro games it replaced dice with action point economy yeah. and cards 
Yeah. That's Euro gaming, baby. Oh, don't don't yeah, you're, it's throw, Euro throw, don't make me throw a, throw up all my Marvel United. <laughs> Maybe you just like Euro games. No, I do not like Euro games. You're playing worker placement because you're going to a spot and activating it. Yep. Yep. It I, is a it is a like cooperative it. worker placement game with action points, cards, no dice. Yeah. You you could not have a more Euro game unless you were trading wood for sheep. Like, <laughs> you are Euroing it up like a motherfucker, buddy. Hard cut. <laughs> to you throwing it in the dumpster like Ron Swanson with a computer. <laughs> no, no, just hard cut to me is, is wearing the old man suit and saying, I don't want to be here. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> Why does this pop up know my name? <laughs> What's a cookie? I want that as a hard cut for almost anything. Yeah, I know. Well, there's, there's, it's a great reaction. Like that, that if that's well, not a reaction gif on the old giffy, uh, I like the be. reaction gif. That's better. Well, that's a good one. But I like, I also like the his one where it's like, what are we even doing here? When he's explaining work, like I almost die, and that my first thought is I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> He kind of has his rant. I love that. That's my favorite of his rants. It's like, I almost stuck. What is going the on? The baby knows how much of a piece of shit I used to be. <laughs> I still... I swear see, to God, when I see a, I Partially why I don't like kids, I swear to God, when I look at a kid and a kid looks at me, they can just fucking tell. <laughs> I can't hide from a child. Yeah. And no. I, I, honest to God, really keeps me away from children sometimes. But my friend is a kid. I can't... They just look at you and there's just they pierce into you and they can just sense all the wrong you've ever done. And I just feel ashamed and yeah. I want to cry. And like, why are you so stupid? And I'm like, I don't know. Children just, oh my God. So yes, that's why if you have children, you know me, I'm afraid of your children. Once yeah, they get it's not the court order that's keeping them away no. from your children. It's once they're a teenager, they don't really care enough. But like children because like, young children just look around, they're happy and they're talking, they look at you and they talk to you. You know, like the older you get, you don't like look people in the eyes. Like we're not like, staring at each other in the eyes. Like none of us look at, we, if if we, we touch eyes for a second, we look away. Like we know better. We don't want to see the 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 emptiness, the darkness. That, yeah, yeah, the emptiness, you know. The passenger. But kids will just stare right at you. You're like, no. Because they have like hope and shit. Yeah, it's weird. They don't understand the the decades of failure and depression that they're staring into. It's no, don't look at me. Anyway, they still know what it is to be happy. Yeah, like not in fleeting moments. Like mm, that cookie was delicious, but like as a default situation of just being happy. Yeah, yeah. They're just yeah. My my childhood was filled with terror. I, I remember distinctly all the time turning off the light in the basement and then running up the fucking stairs because oh, well, something sure. was going to get me. Yeah, but those are fleeting moments. That that was, but that was the also a sense of adventure. Like, yeah. was it? A, mm, yeah, I was. Yeah, fucking. They never got you. Can you imagine if you were a adult and I was still going out? It'd be cool because that means something was in the darkness. That would make, yeah, that would make things such. As a I've, oh my god! I want just one. <laughs> conjuring style movie where the people instead of just being like the skeptic or whatever like i want somebody to be so fucking happy about seeing a ghost yeah i want them to high five each other and like we got to go have a cup of coffee it's and talk about what this murdered? means murdered or fine nice. or even just leave the house and be like oh my god be like holy shit this is amazing i would be so depressed if ghosts were real because that would it opens too many possibilities sure it's like is there a god oh what can i what an asshole 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I would just, it would just be like, oh, could it be the weirdest? The ghost would be like, what's going wrong? I'm like, oh, you're a ghost. This is terrible news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just the worst thing I've heard today. For me, it wasn't the basement light running up the stairs. Although, obviously, that too. But, like, uh, mm-hmm. um, the big one was things that would grab your ankles from under cars. Oh, yeah. I w- or, I or slash I, ankles. I wouldn't I wouldn't walk next to parked cars because I had a mental image of like long armed people who just they were like spread eagle under the car ready to reach out and grab your ankles. People do that though, at least. That's a real fear. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That it is. Be, there's things in the basement. People do grab I mean the, the, the I mean the seal rapists, I'm pretty sure do that are murderers. Why would they hide under a it'd be so awkward to just grab someone's ankle and then be like, hold on a minute, and then you have to like shuffle do the show the marine yeah. call shuffle out, and you know you always get caught on like the muffler and you're like, Hold oh, on a second, you're just awkwardly holding their They've ankle. Maybe this enough. That's only the first time they if get If they're to under pickup trucks or something like that. Yeah. Like I think this is one of those things that doesn't happen. It's a thing that Fox News tells people that it happens <laughs> so that people say that it happens. <laughs> I did watch Fox News before I started running up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Explains so much. Yeah, and and specifically the thing in the basement was immigrants come to take your uh, job. Also, also, they're still. Um, it still freaks me out every single time I see it in a movie or anything like that. Too. Um, it does involve basements, but it involves basement stairs that have like no backing on them. Oh, yeah, so, sure, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, no, fuck no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I slipped through. Mm-mm. Yeah, so I guess mine is a little combined with yours of something grabbing from ankles yeah. and shit, or or cutting the tendon. Yeah, I mean you, no. you probably saw uh, uh, pet cemetery when you were way too pet young. Pet cemetery is a good example yeah. of that. See, mine it was from reading. I did a lot more reading than than movie watching as a kid, mm-hmm. and I read a fuckload of Agatha Christie style. Novels, or her specifically, and then other like like ripoffs. And ninety percent of murders was somebody struck in the temple by like a candlestick or sure. anything, right? It was always they got hit in the temple. And so in my mind, it was just like that's your on off switch. That's your on off switch. It's <laughs> like the big glowy thing in a video game where if you hit the boss there, they blow up. Like if you even touch somebody in the temple, they just died. <laughs> I'm the Colossus, and the little thing is going to go up there because yep. it's glowing. Yep, yep, yep. That's just the Shadow Colossus rune on every human was just <laughs> right there on the temple. It's just instant death. It's possible. One thing I though I did learn though in my early formative years of watching bad horror movies, um, the people under the stairs, somebody can get hit in the head a lot of times. <laughs> oh my god, that was a bad such a uh, rewatching I think I that, saw that movie. With Brian in a theater. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that movie when I was too young to see that movie. Um, and then rewatching it as an adult, once I knew who Ronald and Nancy Reagan were, and understanding. Everything about that movie. What? The villains of the people under the stairs are Ronald and Nancy Reagan. What? Rewatch that movie knowing that it's a satire specifically of Ronald and Nancy Reagan. And it is amazing. What? (laughs) (laughs) Now you've broken Andy. Trust me. Rewatch that movie knowing that it's about the Reagans. (laughs) Interesting. And I'm not making this shit up. Like, that's, like, factual. Like, that's, like, these people are based on this according to the writers, directors, etc. They're like, that's the Reagans as slashers. Nice. (laughs) Instead of just a has-been actor and the greatest blowjob giver of all time, according to multiple memoirs. 
I don't remember who was in the film. So. I mean, it was a long time ago. It was. Also, when you see a movie called The People Under the Stairs, you expect the villains to be the people under the stairs. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. It's an interesting thing to be like, oh, no, they're the, they're the victims. Yeah. Yeah. I remember even when, when I was I was like, oh, that's, I remember being amused by that whole element. That's like The Last of the Mohicans, which I I know I've talked to somebody about that recently. I don't remember if it was on the podcast, but yeah. the main character of The Last of the Mohicans is not The Last of the Mohicans. He's not even a fucking Mohican to start with. But you watch the whole movie, and at the end, you're like, oh, wait, yeah, it's that guy <laughs> over there. Hi. With the really cool club. Yeah, I don't. All, all I honestly really remember from the people under the stairs is the dad character, or I assume then is Ronald, Ronald Reagan, Reagan. Um, just gets hit in the head all the fucking time. Like, like worse than Mick Foley versus The Rock. Sure. Well, that explains <laughs> why he had the brain problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. Oh, do you remember like, I, the the other th- the specific vivid thing I remember was the kid tricking them by sticking a bunch of coins into a candle. Do you remember that at all? No. He cuz he finds like they have like a horde of like pirate doubloons basically. Like they have their money hoard there and he's cornered and so to get out he sticks a bunch of coins into candles and then lights the candles so as they're burning down the coins fall into the pile of money and make Making noise. The chinkle noise. And to make the yeah, and so that that the the villains come to check that out and that's how he sneaks past them. Hmm. I, I kind of, I almost, yeah, I kind of see it. I see it in my head. Yeah. The concept you've seen that rings like a light bell in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's so vague that I could be making it up, but just saying it confidently enough, you're like, maybe. <laughs> Been there. It's like a white candle, I think. In, maybe not. In or related, what my mate is. In related movie news, we should mention that that Godzilla Minus One looks phenomenal. Yes. I mean, Japan makes good Godzilla movies, uh, and and you know I I like the legendary ones as well. Uh, I know a lot of people. The bait and switch with Heisenberg in the first one, I was as angry as anyone, sure, because um, he's fucking amazing. But the movie was fine. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I like the legendary. The legendary ones are legendary good. Good, uh, but I mean, but yeah, the fucking Toho knocked out of the park with Shin Godzilla. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm expecting good things with this one. I haven't watched Shin Ultraman. I need to track that down and check sure. that out because I'm not a huge Ultraman guy, but still, yeah. it, it's worth seeing just to see how, how they do, you know? It's a minus one. looks like it's going to be just a, just a, another GMK, basically. Yeah. yeah, it looks, it looks, uh, I mean, I'm kind of happy that it's not exactly rubber suit. Right. I mean, um, it's more CG, which is kind of cool, but it, but I mean, it's it's CG that made it look more more rubber suitish, I guess. And if it's like Shin, they might do a mixture of it, you know, yeah. like like almost like rotoscope style, where they still have people on set and then they use that as the basis to do the cg on i'm actually because something i didn't realize from the teaser and i haven't really read any articles or anything i went from not knowing it existed to seeing the teaser and shitting my pants to then the trailer coming out and and shitting my pants again um but it's a period piece like it takes place like 50s in the 50s so it's basically a remake of the original gojira where it's fresh after world war ii with a nuclear fear in people's minds so it'll be very interesting to see 
what they do with and that. And it is because, because I mean, someone like, I, I don't know if it's a true remake because I, one of the things, I don't know yeah. either. I just know it takes place at the same time. So I'm wondering yeah. if it's a remake. Well, it's just because when they, because someone's like, oh, it's Godzilla. It's like, how would they know it's Godzilla? I guess maybe they give him a name early on or something. Yeah, if it's so like the second or third time he's shown up. But yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like a sequel to the, well, because yeah, who knows? There's, yeah. I mean, Godzilla is second only to Halloween with the number of different timelines there are because, like, half the Godzilla films that exist are direct sequels to the original Godzilla film because yeah. they just keep resetting <laughs> the damn thing. Yeah. That, that does happen a lot. It does look am- amazing. He looks pissed. I think Shin was the first one to just be full-on, no movies have existed, this is a brand new Godzilla. Yeah. Um, as far as Toho ones. Like, all the other ones either were a sequel to the original one or were, like, fifth, sixth, seventh in line. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love I love Shin Godzilla. It's just so great to have... I've always described it to people as, as West Wing with, with, with a monster it, attack. It's the best Aaron Sorkin film you'll see. <laughs> but, yeah. man, the, the googly-eyed puppet that <laughs> they're using with them yeah. is so great. And just the, the miniatures in there are, are really well done. Um, yeah, I love Shin. So good. I, I do miss that. I, 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 also, I, I, I knew back to watch all the 90s styles, 90s. Uh, the Millennial Series, the millennial yeah. Series is such a good run of Godzilla. It's good stuff. Also, yeah, I mean, Shin, you don't, uh, do not, do not engage him with stealth bombers. Listen, I mean, <laughs> how many cities did you want to exist? If you wanted fewer cities to exist, then you got what That's you wanted. Like, what's cool about that is you're actually having something attack us. Because a lot of times when something attacks a big creature, it's kind of like the Kong, which I fucking love that Kong Skull Island movie. But it's got or even jet. Well, not times like jets will attack them, but they always they, they they swoop down to attack. And like in Shin Godzilla, they're attacking from a distance. Like it's not like they're getting within ten feet to attack and being like, oh, he knocked us down with his tail. Well, of course he did because you got that close to him. <laughs> yeah. Like in, in Shin Godzilla, they're not they're they're way away, and he's like, I don't care how far away you are, you're going down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was just kind of a cool. It was just neat that there was better tactics being used. Well, but, his his reaction to the first time being bombed though just. We just started suddenly just everything starts building up yeah. and then yeah. that fucking outline yeah. of the buildings great and the shot. fire. Oh my god. Great yeah. shot. Oh. I mean, just they did a lot of clever stuff with that film in general. You know, even even just because you know, you talk about the googly eyed puppet, it's it's goofy but grotesque and, and like at the same time, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's almost adorable, but also it's spewing blood and crushing city blocks, and so it's like, this is also horrific. And even that, when they piss off Godzilla with the stealth bombers and he retaliates, he's obviously in pain. Like, it's this isn't like, I'm a badass. This is like, I'm such a fucking monstrosity that my body reflexively does these things to my own detriment. Like, it's disturbing. It's body horror at a certain level. It's almost like Cronenberg doing a kaiju film. <laughs> yeah. It's which is just a, a bold way to take it. And then also making a fucking Aaron Sorkin parody where people <laughs> have meetings, they adjourn the meeting to go to the next room down the hall and have another meeting with the exact same people because <laughs> it's a satire of bureaucracy. It's yeah. it's a phenomenal movie. Well it's nice to also have a different a few different styles of God's movies that all work. I mean, you have the Godzilla destroys all monsters, which is a phenomenal, but that's your straightforward just <laughs> brutality. And then you have the ones that are more clever in some way. You need having some clever with you know straightforward. And then you just have like a God's with with the Godzilla two thousand where he fights everything, whichever one that is. Final Wars, Final Wars, where yeah. it's just like a bad, it's, it's literally the Royal Rumble with yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> it's like a checklist where you go down and yeah. 
Because it's funny because all the Toho films on the the movie posters and then like if you get a DVD on the back, they have little logos for each of the monsters that are official yeah. kaiju. And so whoever's in the movie, they'll just have there. So you can be like, oh, who's in this? Oh, it's got Baragon and, and Varen. Cool. I know this now. And Final Wars just has like 57 <laughs> logos on it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, because you're right. Because like people forget the original one is a serious drama, right? Yeah. About the world we live in now that nuclear bombs exist. Like it was an Oppenheimer. I mean, so is 1985, exact same tone. Correct. Yeah. It, it, yeah, obviously. Technically. But this is a franchise that has that yeah. and also has him dancing with children and, and singing and teaching his son to stand up to bullies and flying through the air by, by blowing his breath and facing backwards. Like, it gets dumb as fuck. But I love those movies well, especially, for being dumb as fuck. Like, like they're all beautiful in their own way. I mean, I, and I agree. I mean, it helps. That you, plus, the time, you know, the time period as well always mm-hmm. reflects what's going on to some degree. Like... I, God versus Smog Monster, I've probably seen more than all the other, no matter how much I've seen movies, when I grew up, I watched that movie, that was like, you know, a kid watching a movie too many times, I watched God versus, you know, it was always, because, like, people today will never understand how you had to watch TV back in the day, you watched TV when it was on TV, when you were able to watch it, you didn't, you didn't watch something when you thought you'd want to watch something, Uh, especially that wasn't for me, it wasn't until like the, you know, I was almost, I was, well, maybe 14, 15 when we got, you know, the ability to like at least rent something and watch yeah. something from a store. But for it, I would watch Godzilla movies that they had labor, like TN, TBS on like Labor Day or Memorial Day. I was excited for it because that's when TBS would have an all day Godzilla marathon or it wasn't, you could have just, but yeah, so like a couple times a year, I would just sit down and watch. 10 hours of Godzilla movies. Yeah. And it was like two to three times a year and then just consume it all. Well, yeah. And and to the line to that line of watching TV when you, when it wanted you to watch it, like remember you'd miss an episode of a show and you'd be like, well, maybe I'll see it two years from now. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. maybe. Or never. Like, yeah, that's why it was a maybe, right? Like, yeah. like summer reruns, if I'm lucky, this episode oh, yeah. will be there. Well, yeah, because you're like, okay, I watched it now. It's like, well, maybe it's on during the summer, but I'm I'm actually, because young, I was doing more in the summer. Like, yeah. like, there was like a 5% chance Correct. I would be able to watch it. So yeah, maybe, you know. And they're, they're, the you idea might just of, never see that episode. You weren't going to, they didn't rent, you didn't rent stuff later on. You just missed it and someone had to tell you about it. Yeah. That was, that was how you saw the episode. Someone gave you a description of it. And we had VCRs, but no one could figure out how to program it to record Seinfeld or whatever. Come on. Well, let's and, be honest. And VCRs, depending how wealthy you are, you got it. You either could, like, we originally would rent a VCR on a weekend. Yeah. You got to give a deposit of a couple hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. to rent the VCR. We rent the VCR in like eight movies, and that would be the weekend. We remember if we'd watch movies all weekend. And that was, and that was like a special elite event where we got to watch what we wanted. And then, you know, years after that, we'd actually own a VCR, but then you still had to buy, yeah, then you're buying tapes and having to record and program it, and that was never effective. Or you would buy a VCR, and then you could only afford, like, one movie, and then you just watch that one movie yeah. forever, because that, that's basically me and Smoking the Bandit. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, and we actually My had, like, didn't want me to watch and the it. cable channels were the big first thing they had. Like, when HBO first came out or Showtime first came out, that's when they would, like, because that's because it was just movies on repeat. So then you could like you could watch the guy to go. I could watch. I could watch Superman. I watched Superman two seventy five times like in four months. Like, right. And my mom was so annoyed with me. I was like, I was trying to watch it on Star Wars. I, I had to pick like we can you can watch one. You can't watch it for whatever reason. I couldn't watch all of it. So you have to you have to slow down your TV. So I had to, like pick which movie I could watch a bunch of times over. The but first was, VCR style thing. It was actually a Betamax. 
uh, at my aunt and uncle's house. The parents all, you know, we were visiting and they were going to stay up and do stuff. So they sent kid, little young single digit age Nathan to bed in the guest room that had a Betamax. And so well, I grabbed a rich tape. relative. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he, they, a they bedroom, were bedroom had a Betamax. That yeah, is, that is a well-to-do family right there. That is. Uh, so I grabbed a videotape and I put it in, and it was Alien. And I was definitely not old enough to be watching Alien by myself with the lights off because I didn't want them to know that I was still awake. And uh, I, I did not watch all of that movie, and I did not sleep. <laughs> I well, I've I've told yeah. this story a, th- a thousand times. Is me and Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, and I want, and I saw The Exorcist too early. That was not good for me. Yeah. That explains most of my, my life. big too early was actually on TV, not on a tape. Was was Poltergeist two? Sure. And I think I've told this story as well, but specifically the scene where uh, uh, Coach drinks uh, <laughs> tequila, tequila and he swallows the worm and then he pukes up the worm monster. Yeah. That was all I saw. That was the entirety of that movie that I saw was him drinking the worm and then puking the worm. And for literally a decade, I strained all the pulp out of my orange juice because I could not. It, I I just the worm. I saw the worm. And that movie's PG. Yeah, <laughs> that movie is PG. And that movie should not be PG. That movie is the same rating as like any Pixar film. Yeah, that movie is a that's a hard PG as they call it nowadays. I I uh, there was something in Dreamscape. Kids that, today don't uh, that I don't saw, and I I know that my my uncle basically forced me out of the room before something in Dreamscape. I don't remember sure. the movie at all. That but movie, probably some of the nudity. It's it's a uh, it's got uh, what's his name, Dennis Quaid, I think. Sure, I think Dennis Quaid's in it. I was watching. I know Brian's a huge fan of these, but a one-hour video of somebody talking all about uh, uh, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish because that's the kind of things that I watch uh, instead of you know Counterpart. <laughs> instead of Counterpart, <laughs> but uh, they were talking about like you know that movie is terrifying at parts like death yeah. is terrifying even just like the dozens of brutal deaths that happen in the at the hands of slash around jack horner like that is a scary movie but it doesn't matter because at the end of the film everyone's happy oh yeah and that's really like don bluth said that kids can handle anything as long as you give them a happy ending and that's because we were watching shit like secret and Nim, secret and Nim, or yeah well any don bluth film fucking owl in that movie <laughs> yeah what so you watched an hour-long video on that on that movie which is a great movie how many you know on youtube did you 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 don't you don't you don't have like youtube with no ads right no how many ads did you have to go through i don't know what youtube is doing to me lately but i can't if i watch for every one minute i watch i get 17 minutes of commercials yeah and it's weird because like sometimes it's real that and sometimes it isn't but it's not necessarily where you would think like i watched uh, the most recent Red Letter Media video where they were talking about a random horror movie that 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 uh, I'm going to watch when I get home because it sounded interesting from their description. Um, but in the middle of it, they're like, all right, well, we'll talk more after this break. And then like it, it, there was a half a second of black screen. Obviously, we're an ad, but there was no ads. And I see that a lot on Red Letter Media videos. There will be an obvious ad spot for an ad, but there's never an ad there. But then other random videos, I see ads every other minute. Do you wonder that they're trying to do their own ad and insert their own little like like because a lot of people have paid promotion it's that's been happening for but that they so don't, long. that they just do they just say this video is brought to us by but yeah like for years and years and years Red Letter Media has had those obvious spots where there's supposed to be an ad break and I've never seen an ad in any of their videos ever is that I a I don't bit? either because I, I I unfortunately pay pay uh, YouTube the the monies um, 
but I yeah, can't. I'm I'm so mm-hmm. mad at them. I can't. Right. I can't. I will. I will. I can't. I will stop watching YouTube before I give them a dollar. Yeah. I, I I'll pay for premium Peacock. I'll pay the ten dollars instead of five dollars, and I'll pay you know the, whatever. But I can't. YouTube. It's it's so offensively. Correct. The commercials are too often. We've we've definitely on the, same page on the podcast. I would pay any random person a thousand dollars before I give them two dollars. Yeah. To get rid of the ads. Yeah. Because one of those, it's not paying for a service, it's giving in to extortion yes. at that point. Mm. I gave in to extortion like yeah. you gave into five when, years ago. Yeah, when it wasn't so. even, like when you did it, it wasn't really, like I don't mind that commercials exist and they're promoting things. Like I don't mind that. But when it's literally, if I'm watching a 30 minute video, I shouldn't get like, 17 to 20 things i shouldn't it's be getting like three something. every 10 minutes or something like that yeah, yeah. it's, like, it's like yeah it's but, really offensive right now how much it is and i'm just like i'm so close to just being i guess i don't watch youtube yeah or i have to watch the shorts because the shorts are short enough where there's not clips in, the, in front of them i don't like youtube shorts that much I don't like YouTube shorts. It's also annoying that because I do a lot of watching on my phone because I'll do it either when I when I'm on the toilet or in, in bed. The, you get sucked into the shorts so easily. Well, the biggest issue is like I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> no. I mean you 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 watch your it's video. a rabbit hole. But what happens with me is is the way that it works on the phone is if you just watch a normal video, yeah, and then you're like I'm done watching YouTube, and you turn it off, and you go to sleep, you go to work, you do whatever, and then you turn YouTube on again, you're on your home screen, yeah. If the last thing you watched was a short, when you open up the YouTube app again, it just plays a random short because they want you back in the rabbit hole. And it's really fucking annoying because I don't want to watch another hour-long video. I'm in bed. I'm falling asleep. I'm just going to watch a couple shorts. And so if I the last thing I do is watch a short, then the next day I turn on, it's just random shit immediately in my face. It's just like, fuck you. Why don't I just make like I'll, I'll watch like a ten minute video, then I'll swipe to see another video, but it like it it, it redirects me yeah. into the shorts oh, yeah. when I don't want to watch a short. No. I, I, there's nothing if I especially I watch a lot a, I watch a lot of comedy clips, and I want to watch more than a thirty second comedy clip. I want to watch a ten minute comedy clip. I don't want the you know yeah. watch this one for the regular, then subscribe for the punchline. I'm like no, or it'll be like a thirty second clip from a TV show. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay. Well, the big thing is YouTube has like a new CEO or CFO or somebody in charge of it who is obviously just trying to fight back against TikTok. Yeah, no, I mean I, I get, I mean a hundred percent, it's happening because of TikTok and kids today want le- they want you know. They want the, that thirty Bite second, yeah. And I mean, if that's what if that's what it's turning into, I guess that's fine. It, but it's not what I enjoy. Give me a fucking format where I can actually turn down the fucking volume, as well. That's the other thing I, I really dislike about fucking TikTok. Or you can't see the volume or like the 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 play bar play bar. Like, why is it so aggressively difficult to use? And then somebody like. I, I don't know how it happened or who fucking linked it, but I got to, like it was an Instagram video or, or some shit, and it started to auto-scroll itself. Like When there was like 10 seconds left in the video, it started to like pan up to the next video yeah. just to be like, this is what you want to do. Don't even watch the end of the video. You should be swiping already to the next one. It's like, YouTube, Jesus YouTube link, A lot of YouTube videos now, YouTube and Instagram must be owned by the same people because if you're in yeah. YouTube... Uh, or, Facebook, or face, intro, Facebook, it's what Facebook, Facebook does. It. I, I, not that I use Facebook much, but I was in Facebook and there was some video, and then it, suddenly it was like all this Instagram stuff. I'm like, I'm not trying to watch that. It's yeah, just, but like it just like started to slowly drift up to show me the next <laughs> video, and it's like I'm not even done with this one yet. Yeah, yeah. I I just I really just like not not having control over volume in that. I'll, I'll sometimes watch videos that will have no volume, um, just because I I really hate fucking cheesy like cheesy 
bad music that's happening in the background, like somebody playing a fucking xylophone and like da da da. TikTok da. has the same like then, three songs that are on every TikTok video yeah. ever, and the text of each. Like I know that we're turning into the angry old boomers <laughs> hour here, <laughs> but just trying to laugh. And, at us. But and that's what I'm saying because to me, it's not about the bite size thing. Like oh, kids these days they're bite size. I watch fucking liquid television on MTV. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't mind bite size shit. I'll take it. I love short films. I love little. I like, do wonder what there has to be pros and cons because more and more of the content, and that's what they want is they want these bite sizes, and that's what they're happy with. So good for them. But I do wonder if there. I mean, there's there's obviously going to be pros and cons, but when, like there are people are. I do see more complaints about longer movies. I see more complaints about different things, and I see and, and I'm like, well, I, there has to be some side effect when all this content is. 30 seconds and that's what they want there has to be some sort of side effect i mean i get we had more of a choice but there's always this mix of up and down and now it's just that just seems to be what everything is and i just i'm curious what the pros and cons of that long term is going to be if any but i mean i don't know because at the same time that it's tiktok and youtube shorts that are pushing all this bite-sized shit yeah. is you're having three hour long marvel movies right like like things are getting bloatier and shorter at the same time i but i'm seeing I more like pushback of all these even yeah. no matter what the movie is i feel people are mad if it's not if it's more than two hours people are just mad at every movie now if it's no matter what it is yeah. i've seen people mad at you know dune taking too long in some of these movies if it's a good movie i don't care what it is i mean if it's a shitty movie i don't want it to be long but people are just mad at everything yeah there there if, if the movie there's no such thing as a there's not a correct length for a movie to be yeah each movie has its own correct length there are movies that are short at three hours long and movies that are long at 80 minutes. Yeah. And that's not because a movie should never be three hours or a movie should never only be 80 minutes. It's because those movies should not have been that length. Yeah. Also, fuck off with the goddamn telling us that there's going to be a director's cut that's going to ca- that's going to be making the movie longer. Because that's all that's telling me is that the version that's out is not the version that the person wanted. The version that you're going to see either on your streaming service or in the theater is not the version that the director wanted you to see. Right. So why have that fucking thing out? It, all it is then is just a preview of what the director wanted to see. Grow some balls. Put out the fucking five-hour Rebel Moon fucking movie. Just just do it. Fuck it. I, I don't want to see three hours of it and then have to sit through another two more hours later on. Bring back intermissions. Let me go get a refill on my popcorn yeah. and uh, and pee and then come back and watch the next. It's, I'll, I'll watch a five-hour movie. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I'm perfectly fine with it. Just just if don't movie tease me with, with uh, you know, a shitty, a shittier version of it. Yeah, because yeah. director's cuts used to be rare, and mm-hmm. they used to be like, a director's cut because like the studio made them do this version and they like that's not the version that's the one they made me do i fucking hate it things should be different and then they'd they'd get the right to redo it and there was this big event right now it's just like uh this way you'll see the movie twice yeah or a lot of it's just an extended cut where it's yeah it's it's not good correct a lot of shit is cut for a reason Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it's just not, yeah, it's not always awesome bonus content. Like hot uh, take, the theatrical Lord of the Rings movies are better than the extended editions. Yeah. If I you're a huge com- fan of the books, I, I don't it's, agree. It as if you're a huge fan of the books, there's a lot of neat fan service things that I'm excited to see in the extended editions, but as far as pacing and storytelling is concerned, nope. the theatrical editions, nope. Nope, I don't agree at all. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying I I prefer the extended editions 
vastly. Hey, I don't, I don't I, like either I version think, of Justice League. <laughs> I think that the extended... The Justice, the Justice League extended version is better. Yeah. <laughs> the extended edition of Fellowship, I could be convinced, is superior. Sure. I think that Two Towers, the extended edition, is inferior. And Return of the King, the extended edition, is a fucking mess in my eyes. And I love the some of the extended stuff from Return of the King more than I love anything else in the world. I mean, some. Yeah. But that's yeah, the so issue. Yeah. It's like There's, they yeah, just throw no, a bunch I, of shit in there. Like, as a complete... Pa- that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. some scenes, you're like, that scene's... I love that scene. And I love that scene. And I love that scene. But as a film, I just feel like the pacing's not there. The story's all over the place. It's... it's These things were cut because as cool as they are, they weren't needed. Right? And so... But, but yeah, I mean, there's amazing shit in there that it's exciting yeah. to see. And, like, in, in a vacuum, each of those scenes like, oh, that's a super cool scene. But when I sit down and watch them, I'm always going to do theatrical. I just feel like yeah. they... No. Also, they don't fucking ruin the mouth of Sauron. <laughs> That's fine. Fuck, they ruined the mouth of Sauron in that at movie. At least they finished the graphics for it. God. I mean, at least they did that. I mean, that's... <laughs> they didn't go with the ver- the vagina mouth, so at least they didn't do that. They just gave him weird... The whole point of the character, Peter, is that he's a normal human. That's the entire point of the mouth of Sauron, is that humans can be evil, too. He's a he's, no, he's he's a mouth. Yeah, oh yeah, mouth. So make mouth scary mouth because it's not just his name because he's a press guy. He's not the fucking pallbearer to the Undertaker. It's a literal monster mouth man. <gasps> Can you also, imagine? Yeah. If, if also, oh. let's have Aragorn brutally murder a guy under a flag of truce and have everybody be talking about. How, oh my god, that's fine. Can you imagine? <laughs> that's fine. Oh, the mighty Sauron. It would be great. Oh yeah. my god, I would Paul love Bear. Paul yeah. Bear is the mouth yeah. of Sauron. He's got a little urn that that Sauron's in. <laughs> and, if, you know. and, and again, if, and if, and if not Paul Bear, uh, Danny, DeVito, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Honestly, Danny DeVito could play any role in any movie and he'd be fine. Yeah, I is there is there a, an actual cut of him playing Pikachu? <laughs> I don't know how I don't much. Think how so. much would it like, cost yeah, us to do to ADR? ADR? You don't need to reshoot. Yeah. No, no, we we do the whole movie. How much would it cost us to raise enough money through cameos to have him do the full it ADR would, of Pikachu? It would have to be <laughs> stealth, and like, so how many lines does Pikachu have? We'd have to have like that many people each hire cameo and do one <laughs> random sentence in in their spiel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. Like, can you just tell my wife we need to go talk to a Chansey to see what they know? It's an inside joke. <laughs> You could do that. You could do some interesting things to if a lot I, of uh, movies. If I way. if I win the lottery, that's what I'm doing. It's, it's I'm gonna get Danny DeVito to redo Pikachu. You do that. I'm gonna get a new pair of socks every day. Brian, last I checked, was gonna replace every book with a new Kindle. Yeah. No. That oh, no. That was my. That was, was my, that you. Yeah. Just your library's gonna be a thousand Kindles, each of which has one book on it. Yeah. No. Uh, one book on it, and would have the cover of the original book. So like the dust yeah. cover that you get. With your with your hardcover book, it would be covering the Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> There's a humble bumble right now. Pay what you want for the Malazan Empire books. Ooh. I don't even want hardcover books, but that's a tempting thing. I mean, at well, the very worst, it, it's worth it for half of one of the books. Even if you don't love that series as a whole, which is a good series, half of one of those books is one of my favorite books. Just get all of them and put them on Kindles. <laughs> I have it all. I mean, I have them all digital already. I've read that series multiple times. All right, uh, I think we're pretty much uh, almost out. Recommendations. Of time here. Recommendations. 
My recommendation will come as zero surprise to anybody because I've been preemptively recommending it and it's fucking amazing is Armored Core 6. Fires a Rubicon. It is so fun. Um, it hadn't occurred to me to liken it to this until somebody else did and I'm like, you're 100% right. It's like Doom 2016 where it's just raw, bite-sized action injected directly in your brain, uh, directly in your veins. Sometimes it's baller hard, but most of the time it's just you're in the flow. It feels like a dance. Um, the, the difficulty is overstated. The game is actually not that hard. There's like four or five bosses that you will just smash your face against them like a brick wall. But outside of that, the game is very accessible, very bite-sized. If you die, you just play again. There's zero cost to it. Missions are short, sweet. Re-kitting your character is completely free because every object sells back for the same thing you bought it for. You can replay old missions whenever you want to and just get more money to buy more parts. So if there's a boss that's giving you trouble, like old-school RPG style, you just grind for some more money, buy better gear. Also... If there's a boss that's giving you trouble, it's because you're not playing the game right, which is a stupid thing to say. And normally when people are like, oh, you're not playing the game right, you're not supposed to have a build in an Armored Core game. You're supposed to enjoy, like, I love fast, speedy mechs in those games. And so I build my little super lightweight, zoom around at the speed of sound with a couple little machine guns, fast, agile. And there are bosses that they go to that and they say, that's cute. And they smash you like a fucking mosquito. And I lost that boss like 12 times. And then I'm like, fuck you. And I went and I bought the heaviest tank treads and two bazookas and two missile launchers. And I just held still and melted that fucker's face and i had an erection the whole time because it was amazing right I, I, you you change the game is about the build screen not the combat screen and people forget that that's the franchise armored core is about building a mech and then murdering shit not about like here's my mech i'm gonna play the whole game with that it's since you can buy and sell at the same you don't lose you money lose makes, nothing you know. it's the game is all about try different shit you know, and with playing the mech, going back and playing missions, play every mission as the slowest, heaviest mech you can, then play every mission as the fastest mech you can. Play every mission with nothing but missiles. Play every mission with nothing but laser guns. There's so much customization in that game. You're supposed to do different stuff to break out of the rut. There's a there's a review I saw. I don't know where I saw it, um, but he was he was. Talking about talking about the game, talking about how good it is, and his mech that he had built for the whole thing was basically like an homage to the wheelchair that's in. It was Dunky was talking. It was Dunky. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what it was. Okay, yeah, because he was talking about that mech, and he was just just it was literally just like a, a tank that was just filled with guns yep. in the front line. You can do that. Just drive around with that. Nice. Yeah, you can do yeah. that. You can do fast and nimble. You can do the same mission both ways. There's hidden alternate stuff to find. You, the, you, there's new game plus and new game plus plus. To see all the missions and all the endings, you have to play through the game three times. But again, it's so bite-sized. And I know like the From Software games sometimes piss people off, like the, the Dark Souls games, because it's frustrating to die because you lose progress and then especially in those games if you die a second time and you can't get your souls back or your blood shards or whatever that game is de jure is using then you actually lost stuff mm -hmm. there is zero punishment to failure in armored core the punishment is you restart the mission and the longest mission is like five minutes long like mm -hmm. it's so just try again -y that you can get into what i've always argued is 
people who are frustrated with like roguelikes, and I love roguelikes, um, people get frustrated at that loss of progress, will happily play Tetris, right? And you play Tetris for 10, 15 minutes, and it gets harder, and then you lose, and then what happens? You lose all your progress, right? That's how those games are. That's how every game is. You play Mario, you get your game over, you start at level one again. Like, there's no such thing as progress. And and the less you lose, the more easy it is to be okay with losing it. And in Armored Core, you lose literally nothing. And so I I am someone who has broken multiple controllers, I was gonna say, multiple we, keyboards, we, yeah, hard- multiple mites. I have destroyed so much fucking property in game frustration. You gotta didn't keep- toss a controller once playing through Armored Core. Because again, the worst that happened is I lost five minutes and... And again, that's like the longest fucking missions. Most missions are like two, three minutes long. They just get in, blow some shit up, get out. And then it's like, oh, you know what? I'll just go uh, redo my build. You guys just need to keep your 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 keyboards, your controllers, your iPads three, away from the stairs. I have three spare keyboards just in case. Although I haven't needed one since buying those just because, you know. I haven't broken changes. a thing in a very long time. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm more zen now. We're both at different places for different reasons yeah. than we've been there. But, yeah, I mean, I know I'm just repeating myself, uh, but... I fucking love it, and it's all that twitchy, difficult. I mean, we, you and I talked off the air about that Super Meat Boy feel, right? Yeah. Where Super Meat Boy is fucking impossible, right? It, it sucks. It yeah. sucks. You die over and over and over and over and fucking over again. You'll die a hundred times on a level, and then when you get through it, it's exhilarating. Yeah. And it's okay well, because those levels are 30 seconds long. Not not even 30 seconds. I mean, you, you can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah when Some you of them are five seconds level, long. Yeah, the, it is a razor's fast, edge, though. I think yeah. because, like you said, on one hand you'll accept it for a game, and then another game you can't accept it. And sometimes it's almost the exact same thing, but one yeah. subtle variant is there that your brain just can't get past. Yeah, the the the, the, the a lot of them honestly is like the reloading, the reloading of going from one death and then you just die immediately. And then you have to wait another 10, 15 seconds for it to reload into the level. I mean, like something like Super Meat Boy, it's just dead. Okay, I'm going. I'm going again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just and so much easier. I actually got more frustrated with Super Meat Boy than I did with Armored Core because a lot of times, especially in the really hard levels like the Dark World or whatever, uh, the second playthrough with Super Meat Boy, there is a route. Right, and it's mm-hmm. all about execution. It's incredibly different jumps, and you need to make that route. With Armored Core, if I if I've died on this mission fifty times, maybe instead of going up the left flank to the city, I go in the right flank. Maybe there's a different path. Maybe you know, again, build, change the gear. Uh, is it about armor versus speed? Is it about speed versus armor? And so you have control over how you approach it, so it becomes very strategic as opposed to just smashing your face against a wall. Because Meat Boy, there's a, in the games like it, there's a there's one answer, it only exists, and it's more about memorization and timing than it is yeah. variant. And it's, it's, Especially it's, the harder level. Some, some will have multiple paths, but yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah. But, that, but that's its gimmick. That's what I mean, it's, it's, to it's not like some of the what's-his-name boards for... Uh, Super Mario Maker. Oh uh, sure, yeah, those Kaizo uh, Kaizo Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, they're not, they're not like there's there's some that are similar to that, but it's Correct. um it's not as difficult as that. Well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I all I know is I beat Super Meat Boy, and that's uh, it's after banging my head against the yeah for a long time. Yeah, I just I I I fucking love Armored Core Six, and the last Armored Core Four and Five both had direct sequels, and so I'm hoping that we get a, a another direct sequel to this one soon. 
Um, their gimmick is they always like the 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 name is like a pun. So Armored Core Four had Armored Core Four answer F O R instead, and Armored Core. 5 had Armored Core Verdict Day and the V in Verdict was the same font as the 5 so this will probably be like Armored Core Victory or something for the VI but please it's it's so fun I and it's not a, it is not a Souls game it is not an Alderaan game it is just because it's by From don't go in expecting that it is very different I mean they've done a ton of different games I mean they're, they're most famous for the Souls like games and actually Armored Core I mean yeah. that's that was their I mean, original bread and butter but yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah I mean, it's the equivalent of like uh, uh, George R. R. Martin getting huge with Game of Thrones, then going and writing their wild card series. That's kind of what this is. Is is uh, this isn't the series they're known for, but now that they're famous enough, they can do the thing that they started out with. I, I had no idea until I heard. I, I was probably like a month a month old before I realized that uh, that uh, freaking uh, Elden Ring was all Martin stuff. Yeah, yeah. I had I had no idea that he did stuff for Elden Ring. So. But yeah, and From used to just throw shit against the wall to see what sticks. They would do 10 games a year. I mean, The Adventures of Cookie and Cream is unironically one of my favorite PlayStation 2 games, and that's <laughs> a From Software game. Anyway, that's me. You're yawning because you're boring. I'm yawning because I'm hungry. Also because I'm boring. I'm very hungry. I'm hungry. I got my I'm hungry. I'm dad. I got my slow cooker upstairs and my food is done. I have the second half of my lunch upstairs. I got a foot-long sub, and I ate six inches for lunch, and I put the other half in your guys' fridge. Yeah, oh, white hack, baby. Get out. Okay. What kind of what kind of sub? It is a. Uh, it, it's not a. It's it's a healthy sub. No cheese. Uh, ham and turkey is the meat. I figure if I'm making a good sub, I'll still throw cheese because I'm like, you know what? You know, yeah. Why is not? I probably could have put the cheese on there, but I didn't. I was, I, I was really bad last week. Well, I think we're <laughs> in the situation where. We're not thinking about what's on this. We're thinking about what have we done over the course of the week. And the, yeah. the course of the week tells me, can I have cheese or not have cheese? Not the moment. I'm also close to a threshold. Uh, you sure. know, I, I'm, I'm like five pounds away from changing the first digit of my weight. And I really sure. want to get there. And so I will yeah. I will not have provolone yeah. on my sandwich. There are there. Yeah, no, I, I understand when you're. Yeah, nope. I'm, I'm with you there. All right. I'm going to recommend. Uh, I can do a second one while you're thinking. Uh, no, we have to hurry up. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to repeat. I'm going to do a. I'm just going to repeat my last week. So this only applies to like six people that haven't done it already. But play Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. After you played, you put in a good 20, 30, 40 hours of Armored Core. You can put a good couple, just because of the state of an RPG versus an action game, yeah. you can put in a good, you know, 200 hours or 100 hours into uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Very good role-playing game, very good story, very good action, very good character building, and good everything. It's just a fun D&D style CRPG. Is that the name of it? Is that, the, is that, the, is that the, what the subgenre is? They always call them. But anyway, Baldur's Gate 3, for the six people who are like, I don't know if I should play it. I've only seen... All these recommendations. They're like they're standing armor core in in this, and you know there's there's other games out too that I guess are coming out that are pretty exciting. But I don't know. Baldur's Gate three was just uh we've 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 been pretty lucky in games recently, mm-hmm. uh and uh, you'll enjoy it. And maybe go outside enjoy enjoy the last days of uh of, uh, of summer. Except for today, Man, it's like a hundred out. Yeah. The camera in Baldur's Gate three sometimes pisses me off more than any boss in Armored Core six. You can scroll around and hit the old button for the top down view. 
I didn't know about the O button. But the big thing that has happened is, like, if there's a house and someone's on the second floor and I'm on the first floor, getting the camera to understand what floor I want to be looking at is almost impossible. Sure. If, you are, if you're if you in a multi-story, which luckily it doesn't happen too often where you're, but you, you can be kind of weird, yeah. but the O button should still solve a lot of your problems. All right. It's a tactical menu. It does get me through some things. That's the one that also, I've seen people pop up like a radial with all their commands, and I know how to make the radial menu appear. I don't know. That might be Middle mouse button? What? Middle mouse button. Your scroll wheel and your mouse button. I just used the little mitten nipple in the middle of my keyboard. It might be because because they're using a controller. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That's mine. I'm just going to keep it simple. And sometimes Carlock dances in the background, and it makes me happy. Nice. You probably killed her. No, I'm, in my first playthrough, I, I, I mean, first, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Because she did like, uh, like personality wise, didn't really mesh with your character, but I, she, I, you needed her around. I kept it to the end. I'm gonna play. I'm actually gonna. Well, then I, then I did the evil ending, so I, she didn't have much personality when I was done with her. But I'm excited for my second playthrough actually, because I'm actually, I'm gonna make. She's. I'm trying to get her my love interest, and I'm gonna do all this stuff and try to like. And they evidently, one of the things they patched in the first patch is. One character, they there's a, a bug that costs you like a thousand, a couple thousand uh, dialogue, lines of dialogue with the character were lost because of a bug that didn't let it happen. And they tweaked her, they her ending wasn't fully fleshed. They did some stuff to her ending as well for the end game or already. They're pretty good about like, and they've got some feedback of what people want. And there was some like, they didn't, some of the endings, they, they were like, you guys have played this game for like 150 hours. We didn't want the ending to go on for an hour and just be this too draw it out. And then people are like, we, we want that. We want the draw. We yeah. just played it for 150 hours. Give us more draw it out endings. So they're re-implementing some of the stuff that they had plans for, for a longer ending for like a storyboard type stuff. So we'll see that in future patches as well, which is kind of cool. Oh, Return of the King extended edition all over again. But people are like, we want that, though. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's, <laughs> people Give are us like, the scouring of the Shire. Yep. All right, that's me. Uh, my, my quick recommendation, um, we're not even done with the series at all, but I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I've, I've been liking the Twisted Metal. I think it's uh, it's over on Peacock. Um, there's short bite size. Uh, it's it's a little goofy. Um, I But... Everything dealing with with uh, Sweet Tooth <laughs> is is pretty awesome. Um, he has been by far the best part of the, the the show. I didn't realize prior to the show, like I found out after the show was already airing, that that's Samoa Joe. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was Samoa Joe there. Yeah, it's, it was, a, it's a fun light show. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's something that I kind of. I mean, Will Arnett does a a good job at he always at, great voice at, for work. the voice. Um, but at the same time, I think Joe might have been just as fine. Like Joe's got all the mannerisms down, so I'm wondering if they, he he did the 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 acting, you know, to the, the uh, what would that be called? If not, uh, like that type of acting where you're Speaking. emoting. His emoting was oh, was sure, sure. was really well done. Um, but I'm wondering if Will Arnett just did ADR for that. Yeah. Because it's it's timed really well. I mean, that it seems like it's coming from him. Yeah, no, he absolutely just but, did ADR. Uh, but maybe it's another Abe Sapien situation where uh, the if they have a season two, they'll just let Samoa Joe do it. Yeah, he was because that's I, what they did with the the Guillermo del Toro Hellboys is the second one. They just didn't bring back Niles Crane, whatever his real name is. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. For the actor that plays, yeah, because yeah. Doug Jones did such a great job. Doug Jones is amazing, by yeah. the way. But uh, overall, I mean, it's it's a little goofy. It's it's uh, 
Uh, it's better than what I thought it would be. Um, it's going to be... It, whatever whatever the Borderlands movie is going to be less than what Twisted Metal is. The or maybe the Borderlands movie is going to shock us all and be uh, fucking amazing. It is not possible. If the 11 years in production hell <laughs> sequel to a spinoff of a, a, a dead franchise can be one of the best films of last year, Borderlands can be great. What, what is the uh, uh, Fucking Last Wish. What's Last Wish? We literally talked about it this episode like 20 minutes ago. I don't remember what we talked about two minutes ago. Puss in Boots. Oh, I I haven't seen the movie. (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) To be fair, Andy would really enjoy it. That's true. So he's not going to watch it for a fucking decade. He'll watch it right after. Oh, my God. Finally watched Bumblebee, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> Have you seriously not watched Puss in Boots: The no, Last Wish? No, it's so fucking good, Andy. I know, I know. I hear about that in Paddington. Both I, the Paddingtons. I know. I haven't even seen the uh, Ahsoka yet. I haven't. Uh, but uh, but I'm, I'm I holding would wa- up on that. You you could watch Puss in Boots and both uh, both Paddingtons uh, in less time than it takes to watch Ahsoka. And even if Ahsoka is amazing, I'd still say to watch Puss in Boots and both Paddingtons. We Fair. told you to watch Puss in Boots. I know. You don't have to watch the the previous one. There's not a lot. You know, it's not like you have to. No, I've I've seen that that okay. one. That one's like twenty years old, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Fucking. You haven't watched Puss in Boots, you piece of shit. It's pretty good. <laughs> the second it was on Peacock, I had. I was it's so good. good.